guilty soul condemned by shame hear mercy calling out your name his blood can cleanse your every stain bring your failures to the cross hello and welcome to the community bible church podcast where we are doing a chapter by chapter weekly discussion of the book Gentle and Lowly, The Heart of Christ for Sinners and Sufferers by Dane Ortland. My name is Matt Owen. I am the lead pastor at Community Bible Church of Orange Park, and I am joined as always by Joseph Brader, who is the pastor of worship and discipleship here at CBC. Hey guys. How are you doing today, Joseph? I'm doing well. How are you? (laughs) I too am doing well. And I am wondering whether we should be saying well or good. I think it's well. It's well? Yeah. Okay. I think I consciously thought about that. Do you think our listeners will let us know if we're using incorrect grammar? All, all two of you, <laughs> all two of you, tell us if we're doing this wrong. <laughs> well, regardless of whether it's well or good, we are both well and good. And we are excited to talk with you this week about chapter four of Gentle and Lowly. Uh, called Able to Sympathize. Um, This is discussing uh, Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 15 in particular, uh, the phrase in there which tells us that that, uh, Jesus is a high priest who is able to sympathize with our weaknesses. So I want to start out with uh, the first question today uh, for you, Joseph, is what are some reasons you think that we act like Jesus is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses. I think we see him as, uh, like, as so other, mm. right? So our concept of him is uh, is so huge, which it should be, um, in one sense. Uh, but we only see him in this massive, um, massive respect. Like he's the creator and sustainer of all things, which is true. He is. But I can't see how that God then can sympathize with mm-hmm. my experience. Mm-hmm. And so I think I think we talked about this a little bit um, a couple of chapters ago. But we almost miss Jesus' humanity, mm. right? Or it's just fit into such a clean little category that I certainly don't conceive of any sort of humanity or personhood now. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the, at least for me, I think that's one of the traps that I fall into. Yeah. Yeah, if we would affirm his full deity and full humanity, but maybe functionally live like the deity is at odds with the humanity in some way. Or, or the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The deity overrides his humanity and makes him unable to really understand what it's like. Definitely. Uh, to be human. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the things that that I think of it, it maybe would describe it as is... Uh, I saw at the very beginning of the pandemic, um, some celebrities got roasted because they um, put together this song of um, Lennon's Imagine. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I remember this. And so they're, they're all singing it to encourage everybody. And they're, they're singing it from the comfort of their mansions yeah. um, while the rest of us are are holed up in apartments and things like that. Just trying to get enough toilet paper to survive right, the week. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, we're scrabbling over the last <laughs> bit of scraps of toilet paper at Walmart, and their butler comes in and and 
in the middle of their performance. But I mean, obviously we don't think of Jesus like that, but there is a sense in which we, we think he just can't understand. He doesn't know what it's like. Yeah. Uh, even though, even though he's lived and walked among us. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to read Hebrews four fifteen to 17 for us. Um, or actually 14 to 16. It says, uh, since then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the son of God, let us hold fast our confession for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Uh, One of the things that the book says at the bottom of that page on page 45, it it says verses 14 and 16 contain an exhortation. One is fidelity and doctrine about God, which I think in our context is a particular thing that we're trying to do well. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Uh, We're we're fairly doctrinally oriented and doctrinally minded. Um, But then he says, not only do we need to have fidelity and doctrine about God, but we need to have confidence in communion with God. Uh, Why, based on those verses, can we have confidence in communion? What is it it about these these verses that are, are telling us that we can have that? Yeah. I think it's the fact that Jesus is sympathetic towards us and sympathizes with us, right? Um, so he's not holding uh, us. He's not holding me at arm's length. He's not hoping I stay away. He's not upset when I come mm. um, because he actually understands what is going on in my experience and in my head and in my heart. Um, uh, so I think, I guess I think of it in terms of um, like relationships and I'm not a, I'm a, I, I like being around people, but I'm not a t- uh, terribly confident person. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to know that you want me around you mm-hmm. before I really feel confident being around you mm-hmm. or, or trying to be around you or initiating something, whatever. Um, uh, but as soon as I understand that like you want me there or you understand me, um, I feel kind of safe. And then I feel confident relationally, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think of it kind of the same way. Um, uh, Jesus sympathizes with us. Jesus gets what's going on and wants us, welcomes us uh, in coming to him. So we approach with confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what's, what's, uh, what are some opposites of sympathetic other than unsympathetic? You can't use that one. <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> uh, antagonistic? Okay. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, suspicious? Yeah, yeah. That's a good one too. You know. Yeah, I so we've all been in relationships with people where we're not, we're not quite sure where we stand with right. them. Right. Absolutely. Yep. Um where even the things that we say to them, we're not sure if they're if they're being heard through a sympathetic lens or an antagonistic mm-hmm. lens. Definitely. Or a suspicious lens. And uh and sometimes I think we are we we do wonder if Jesus is really sympathetic towards us versus antagonistic, or whether he's hearing us, whether he's hearing us with sympathetically, or whether he's hearing us antagonistically. Um, 
one of the, the, the subtitle of the book is Christ's Heart for um, su- Sinners and Sufferers. Uh, why is it important to recognize that Jesus sympathizes not just with sufferers, but with sinners? Like why? Mm-hmm. I, to me, it's easy. The sufferers part is easy. Yeah, sure. But what about the sinners part? Yeah. Um, I think I think it's hard for us to conceive of, of Jesus being able to sympathize with us as sinners because mm-hmm. he's sinless. Um, so we, we avoid it. But I think it's, it's so important because um, that, I think, creates like the uh, boldness and access and even like eagerness, in a sense, to run to Jesus in our sin, mm-hmm. which is exactly when he wants us to run to him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's exactly when he invites us and calls us and welcomes us. Um, but if I, if I don't understand that Jesus actually sympathizes with that, then I'm going to, again, see him as antagonistic, angry, um, purely judging, mm-hmm. right, as opposed to welcoming. Mm-hmm. Um, because he sympathizes, uh, I can run and he gets it and welcomes me there because mm-hmm. he understands uh, in, in a very real sense um, the experience of struggle and temptation yeah. and weakness. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think for me... I can very easily believe that he sympathizes with sufferers. Mm-hmm. Um, what's much harder for me to believe is that he sympathizes with sinners because those are different categories of things. Yeah. Suffering is, yeah, we can bring suffering upon ourselves, but a lot of times it's the circumstances around mm-hmm. us. But it's the it's the sinning uh, that we we might think. Uh, he's not going to show grace to me when I'm intentionally thumbing my nose at him. Right. He doesn't have space for this. Yeah. He doesn't get this. Or, yeah. Yeah. And yet, uh, you know, those verses that we just read in Hebrews chapter 4, I mean, they, they talk about Jesus' work as a high priest. Mm-hmm. So, like, the whole, the whole point of his work is to deal with sin. That's a priest's job. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the priest isn't mediating your suffering. Right. It's it's mediating it's mediating your sin. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, a great comfort once we believe it. Yeah. Absolutely. So maybe let's try to put this then in practical terms. How does a person act who really believes these verses that we can that we have confidence to draw near and near to the throne of grace how what does it look like when a person is doing that both i mean you can answer that however you want but i'm thinking like both internally and externally how do i carry myself sure yeah um i think on one hand there's going to be a boldness to run to jesus in our in our sin right like in in the mess Mm -hmm. um but externally that's going to flow out of us like in vulnerability I think with each other like we're safe um, to be honest about our struggle because we know uh, that Jesus A stands in our place and B welcomes us Mm -hmm. in the struggle I think that frees us um, to be appropriately open about our struggles in community Mm -hmm. Um, it also changes the way that we look at other people's struggles Mm -hmm. Um, 
as the gospel forms us and as we understand like the heart of Jesus for us in our sin, I think it changes our heart towards other sinners. Mm. Um, it changes the way that we relate to ourselves and to other people as we struggle. Mm. Yeah. I actually hadn't even been thinking of it that way. Um, I'd been thinking about it solely in terms of how we relate to God. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously that impacts how we relate to each other and maybe one of the reasons that we are not quick to give grace to others is because we're not quick to receive grace ourselves. Yeah. And we don't think that God is quick to give grace to us. Yeah. 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 So I've, I've said this before, but, um, you know, there's the, the, the saying that, uh, hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. Um, and, but loved people love people, mm-hmm. um, because they've experienced it. Um, they can give it. What about, you may have said something about this already, but if I'm, if I'm confident in my relationship with God, what am I, go- and I'm, I'm bold in, I'm experiencing a bold communion. Mm-hmm. How is that going to, how is when I sin, mm-hmm. what am I going to do after that that's different? Sure. I think rather than trying to hide from ourselves or from God or from other people, we're going to run to the light. We're going to run to God um, in confession and uh, and in repentance um, and kind of get realigned, mm-hmm. right, in our in our worship. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's there's a bold and quick confession. Yeah. Bold and quick movement towards mm-hmm. God in our sin. Yeah. Yeah. That makes me think of of Adam in the garden um, the first yeah. the first time God calls where are you and he's hiding yep yeah um, exactly he is running away from God yeah because of his guilt because of his shame because he doesn't know if he's gonna receive grace mm-hmm. which he actually does yeah um, and the promise of grace um, I think I, th- I think for me there's always an element when I've sinned, there's always an element in prayer where I think God is not taking me seriously. Oh yeah, definitely. And is, and is, is looking at me and, and basically through, I almost, I can almost visualize him during my prayer saying, what a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. Um, you think you can just sin and then come to me? It doesn't work like that. I, I really think of God sometimes almost saying that, that yeah, thing and me so too. me too i let a little time pass maybe for him to cool down a little bit yeah. not be as unhappy with me we'll try this again tomorrow yep. kind of thing yeah uh, i will Definitely. i will show him that i'm contrite uh-huh. through a variety of means and then i'll come back uh-huh. uh but that really is that really is trampling on grace yeah mm-hmm. because it makes me think there's something there's something in my hands i can bring to make this better, some kind of peace offering. And so I'm trying to be my own priest. Yeah. Yeah. When I've, we've got a priest who, um, who sympathizes with us and delights in, in shoring up our relationship with God and connecting us to him, Mm -hmm. giving us confidence in communion. Anything else you want to say about that before we finish today? No, no, I don't, I don't think so. I think, I'm just thinking maybe I have something more to say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, but here's the thing. Yeah. Well, you know, we talk a lot about gospel centrality, mm-hmm. 
and uh, and I know sometimes even in in my own thinking and like the categories in my mind, I'm going like, how, what is that? What does that really mean? day to day for how I'm living, how I'm feeling, how I'm interacting with God and the people around me. But mm-hmm. this is the reality of gospel centrality. Yeah. Right? This is this is what it actually means for us to grasp and live in the truth of the grace and mercy of God that's ours in Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, we've been hearing that uh, people have been listening to the podcast and even more, we have been hearing that you have been reading the book and have been having discussions uh, around the dinner table, in the car, wherever you may be. And we just hope that continues. We hope that this sparks other conversations with your family and with other people at CBC as you're reading the book. I'll finish again, like I do each time with, uh, with Matthew eleven twenty-eight to 30. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Oh